Welcome to the Strictly Casual Podcast. It is February 7th when you guys are listening to this, but we're recording it on Thursday, February 6th. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in today, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. Episode 2. We made it. We made we it made through it. the first week. Well, technically not a first week because it's Thursday. Okay, sure. Six days. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I see you. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Here we are. Episode we 2. Are. Episode 2. We got a lot of feedback from last episode. We did. Uh, we're going to try to improve this as the weeks go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just it's try to make it better. It's a whole process. It's a whole process. We're trying to do this on a budget. Mm-hmm. A straight budget. Straight budget. A strictly casual budget. Strictly casual budget. Yeah. Budget. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's great. So yeah. Well, James, let's get it. Let's let's get started here. So, uh, what have you been playing? I can't wait to tell you what I've been playing. Man. Yeah. Because this week, okay. So as you guys know, last episode I was talking about how I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. and it's just like. A part of it wasn't doing it for me. Sure. The the fights with the um with the robots were doing mm-hmm. great. Um, but the characters just wasn't weren't pulling me in. Yeah. Until I'm complaining about the game. Vince, you started the game. Right. So that's what I've been playing this week. You I started the game. I just started this okay. week. Yeah. Okay. So you started the game and I was kind of complaining with you about sort of the things right. in mm-hmm. the game. And then you mm-hmm. then referred me to the good old Red Dead Redemption 2. A game that I had picked up and put back down before I even got to the second chapter. Which is of the just game. sad. It is sad. I'll I'll give it that. I've been it's trying sad. to convince James to pick up Red Dead again since it came out. Yes, that's easily exactly true. And I was like, oh, it's too much space, but now I have an extended hard drive. Forget about it. So yeah, I just forgot about it. You're gonna so, have the excuse too much space for one of the greatest games of the generation. I mean but it's that's not even an excuse anymore because I have a right. terabyte hard drive. You got it. So um, Okay, so Red Okay, first let's go over your small gripes about we talked about a little bit last yeah, podcast, your little gripes on Horizon. Okay, so tell me what Red Dead Two is doing better in keeping you consistent with Red Dead Two than Horizon. It is scratching all the itches that I wish Horizon Zero Dawn scratched. Right. Right, everything regarding to dialogue, to meaningful characters, mm-hmm. to um, feeling like the things that I'm doing matter. Um, even when it's simple, like fetch quests, when I go up to collect money yeah. from people, I still feel like it has a little bit more of an impact than some of the really fetchy stuff that I do um, for Horizon Zero Dawn. Even when I'm doing things like, like literally what I just did was I went to, to collect like three bounties yeah. for a guy for the camp, but like. Even then, I get to donate that and uh, that money back to my camp, and I'm able to see tangibly those results right. of like what yeah. that did. And in Horizon Zero Dawn, you'll go for um, a quest or whatever, and you'll just get like a treasure box, sure. which doesn't really have anything notable in it. It yeah. might have a few parts that you like might want, but even then, that's like it's like a loot box yeah. at that point, kind of. It's like you don't you don't get much. I don't. I really don't get much. It doesn't feel rewarding. So I I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So. This is the first time I've ever jumped into Horizon. Okay. Um, it came out, like, roughly when Breath of the Wild came out. Okay. So it was, like, a choice for me. Like, do I get Breath of the Wild or do I get Horizon? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go with the thing that everybody's giving 10s and perfect scores to. Of course, of course. And Breath and of the I Wild. I would do the same thing. What a game. Amazing like, Okay, game. that's got to be in my top 10 of all time. Really? Oh, it has to be. Wow. Absolutely. It does, wow. it does everything okay. it does so well. That is true. Okay. I have to agree with that. That's beside the point, though. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That is beside the point. An incredible open world in Breath of the Wild versus an okay open world mm. in Horizon. Same thing can be said about Red Dead Redemption 2. Great open world. Sure. But 
I understand anyway. the common criticisms of Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Like, after playing it, I still think it's incredible. I wouldn't change much about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get the common criticisms for it, for the travel, the sure. monotonous tasks and everything. But for mm-hmm. me, I loved it. I, just, I like, that time period and mm-hmm. the storytelling they do in that just went way beyond the monotonous tasks that you, like, might have to do. Right. It might be a chore. And there's good, like when you're going out and doing these things that are a little more monotonous, you're still building relationships with yeah, other absolutely. characters in the game. And that's what really makes it feel worth yeah. it. I was talking to you about this mm-hmm. earlier. It's almost like when you're playing Red Dead, sure, you're playing as Arthur, mm-hmm. as Arthur Morgan. Um, but when you're really playing it and getting to know all the characters and stuff, mm-hmm. you're like an omnipotent third person yeah. like character who you feel like you're part of this whole gang as well as... Right, as well as Arthur, Arthur Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... I don't know. Red Dead's great. It, But Horizon, I'm super excited to like play more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. People love it. People talk about People it all the time. Um, I played probably, whew, I don't know, a couple hours of it mm-hmm. at most right now. Um, and the gameplay loop is still fun for me. I'm still unlocking okay. things. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's no Red Dead. It's no Red Dead. That's for sure. But speaking of Red Dead. But speaking of Red Dead. We got some big news. <laughs> yeah, we do. On the docket today, guys. So this, uh, yeah, this is from uh, Luke Plunkett at Kotaku. Mm-hmm. Rockstar's co-founder, Dan Hauser, is leaving the company. Yeah. Can you believe it? No. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Here's the initial statement that publisher Take Two issued. Um as part of an F, or sorry, SEC filing. We are extremely grateful for his contributions. Rockstar Games has built some of the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful world games, a global community of passionate fans and an incredibly talented team, which remains focused on current and future projects. So what, what do you think about this? Honestly, I'm still kind of in shock that I don't know what to think about this and what right. this means. It's like the him and his brother... Sam Hauser. Right. Founded this company. Back in 98? 1998. Yeah. So let, let's think about this here. Sam and Dan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> really kind creative of parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Sam and Dan mm-hmm. are like pretty much responsible for the biggest games of the last couple decades. Yeah. In I mean, my opinion. What? Grand Theft Auto 5? I mean, Grand Theft Auto no, no. 4 even. The entirety of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You're right. Since 98. You're right. I guess. Yeah. We have Bully. I was never oh, yeah. a really big Bully but guy. Bully, but Bully, there's a huge cult following behind yeah. Bully. I, L.A. Noir. Yeah. I forgot Rockstar did that. Red Dead 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Let's well, put this in well, perspective. Well, yeah, don't yeah. forget Red Dead Revolver that came out oh, before. Oh, sure. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. PlayStation 2, I want to say. It might be PS1. I think it was 2. Let okay. us know in the comments. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, but let's, yeah, put this into perspective a little bit. GTA 5 is the third best-selling game of all time, right under Tetris and Minecraft. So That's let's crazy. think about this. GTA 5 has sold 115 million units. That's as of like two months ago. That was at the end of uh, 2019. And they're still releasing content for it. Right. So 115 million units. Let's say half of those sold for $60 a unit because that's mm-hmm. probably about right. Sure. And the rest of them probably around $30 on sales and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a ridiculous amount of money, James. Yeah. Are you kidding? Huge me? profits. In addition to the microtransactions and everything that people oh, are yeah. eating up. Still to this day. G- to this day for GTA, GTA 5 online. is what, six years old now? 
Yeah, and you would never think because and it's just so people the, are always playing it. Everybody's playing GTA Five still. Yeah, I mean, I want to say everybody. Okay, okay. Like yeah, that was an exaggeration for sure. Yeah, 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 a diehard player base, a really diehard player base. So I think this is a really interesting part uh, to me about this statement. Um, well, two things: Dan left, but Sam did not leave. Sam right. still has his position at Rockstar. Sure, um, and it specifically says that the incredibly talented team remains focused on current and future projects. Sure. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, like, what else could you do at that point, to a certain extent? Like, you can't know. just stop production projects. So what do you think they're doing right now? Obviously, they're still updating GTA Five. I feel like there's an update every single day for that game, it feels like, with new content. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. is still getting their online updates, mm-hmm. which is, like, getting better and better, because yeah. the online started a little rocky. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... I personally haven't really played it that much the online. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it at the beginning. And so, I mean, I'm assuming I'll love it now with all the extra stuff. But do you think they're working on GTA 6? I think they're either one or two options, Vin. I think they're either doing GTA 6 or they're working on an entirely new IP. When do you think that's going to launch? <sighs> Red Dead 2 is only about a year old. Just over a year old. Um, okay, so on the PS4 released sure gta 5 was already out yep on the current gen the xbox 360 and the ps3 mm-hmm. and i don't think we've seen rockstar launch a console with a game at um the console's release and i don't think, I don't think we're gonna see that and that's not what i'm saying but yeah. i do think we might get something within okay red dead redemption 2 came out in 2018 mm-hmm. end of 2018 i think i would give it 2021 or 2022 i would go farther you would go farther i mean in their current track record sorry when did yeah you're right because gta 5 came out what four or five years prior to red dead 2 yeah about five five so i would give it another four they it takes them so long to make a game on purpose they're not busting out games every other or every year right because their content is so quality when they put it out, mm-hmm. I I don't think they're going to be putting out in a game for another three years, two years. You give it that short of time. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think they're... I would still err it on the longer side, especially because maybe because of the fact that Dan Hauser is leaving, that oh, might yeah. extend the time. It makes, sure. I don't, they have a huge team. Yeah. They have a huge team. They, they can get a lot of stuff done. I'm not too worried about Rockstar. I'm not either. They, their I'm track not... record is proven to be pretty successful. Right. And we don't know how much. I mean, obviously, Dan Hauser, this is a huge deal, but we don't right. know tangibly how much Dan Hauser did in the creation of those games. I mean, he was he's creative lead on a lot of these. Oh, he's well, also the writing yeah. lead on You're a lot right. of these. I don't know exactly which You're ones, right. but I, I don't think... I'm shocked that he left and his brother's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not worried about Rockstar at all. I'm not either. I, I guess it causes a little bit of concern when he's at the huge when that he's at the forefront at a lot of these really pivotal mm-hmm. aspects of these games that yeah. he, they're developing. But um I mean I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll see. You know? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I have faith in Rockstar. I do too. Yeah. They'll I really right. do. I always they'll they'll be alright. They have so much money. Yeah. All right. So, what do we got next? Ubisoft confirms five AAA games planned for release in late 2020, early 2021. So, this is the time where 
um, next gen consoles are going to be out. Right. Right. They'll be on the market. This mm-hmm. is might be a, um, this might kind of usher in the time where developers are going to still be putting out games for uh, current, which will then be last gen hardware for PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's even going to be a, an even more softer transition this generation because of backwards oh, compatibility. So smooth. Yes, it's going to be very smooth. Um, this article comes courtesy of Matt Kim from IGN and it says Ubisoft will release five new AAA games in 2020 to 2021 with three of them getting released by the end of these by the end of this year and two being released in early 2021. Right. Quote, we have evolved our organizational structure in recent months in order to strengthen our focus on high potential titles. And we are very excited about the idea of releasing five new AAA games in 2020 to 2021, said Ubisoft CEO. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah. Uh, Yves Guillemot. Is it French, maybe? Yeah, who knows? The CEO. The CEO. Right. During the quarter, quarter three... Fiscal year. Fiscal year 2020. Investor, investor call. call. Right. Um, and then they announced, then delayed, a state of a slate of AAA games, including Watch Dogs Legion, which we've known about for a while, Rainbow Six Quarantine, which we saw an E3 trailer about, I want to say, two years ago. Maybe less. Last year? Yeah, sounds about right. Last Something year. like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's been confirmed for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Gods and Monsters. Um, um, these games, okay, Watchdog Legions, that was supposed to come out March. You're right. That got pushed back to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can only assume they're waiting for the next gen, right? Yeah. Or they'll, they're releasing on both. Or who knows? Gosh, these dumb, like, okay, so the PS4 and the PS5, you're going to be able to play PS4 games on the PS5. Mm-hmm. We've already had this discussion. Who knows? Are they going to, re- like, release a separate disc for the PS4? And the PS5 or a different box? Or are they just going to release Watch Dogs Legion? You can play it on any PlayStation. I don't know. I don't know. Back to, That's back to next-gen speculation. To, yeah. Okay. We're going to get off track. Yeah. But the the big thing that we didn't know previously was... That... Well, let's get a count. Let's get a count here. Sure, sure, okay. sure. So they said five games, three at the end of this year, two at the beginning of next year. Yeah. Three of these are for sure Watch Dogs Legion... Rainbow Six Quarantine and Gods and Monsters. Yes. Now, the other two, we don't 100% know what they are. No. But, but they said it was going to be big franchise. And then... So what are we thinking? Well, hold on, hold on. Someone else said... Who's who's that one guy you were saying? Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier said um, that the other two games could potentially be Assassin's Creed. Right. Right, which we now know Ubisoft is a lot better at taking their time about because... The last two that they took their time, long, hard time about, yeah. um, what was it? Origins. Origins and Odyssey. And Odyssey were both pretty good. I didn't play them, but I heard good things. Okay. Good you or- played Odyssey. I played Origins and Odyssey. Oh, so you did play Origins. Origins, okay. I finished the story, mm-hmm. and then I just, I cut out. Sure. I I, I didn't love it, okay. but I liked it enough to finish it. Okay. Um, Odyssey, on the other hand, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. As a game, from a game perspective, mm-hmm. um, the gameplay is addictive, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, you you play it, um, and even past the story, it just kept bringing me back. Mm-hmm. I 100%ed it and platinumed it, and I don't really platinum games, so it's like, 
That's that's tells something to me. And you now, said they perfected the gameplay loop. I think so. I really do. Really, I, I the combat is so much fun. Claim. Okay, sure. There's it's it's Ubisoft. I mean, you're gonna get glitches. You're mm-hmm. gonna have interesting cutscenes that maybe aren't perfect, not right. all the way flushed out. Right. Um, but it's just it's so much. It feels good. Okay. It feels fun. Yeah. Um. So if the next Assassin's Creed is Vikings, like people have been saying. Count I'm me in, in, dog. I'm all in. Count me in. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. Especially with the way they've been um, incorporating the local mythology of a lot of these. Love that. Um, geographical locations. They did Egyptian mythology. They've done Greek mythology. No, Norse. Norse? Do you That'd think they'll dope. actually do North mythology for Vikings? I, they would have to. What else would they do? Oh, God. It'd be so cool. It'd, it'd be so cool. It'd be like pseudo God of War. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, on top of a new Assassin's Creed, the other rumor is that we're going to get a new Far Cry game. Right. What's your experience with Far Cry? Ooh, let me tell you my experience with Far Cry. So, what I did was I jumped in mm-hmm. at Far Cry 3. Yes, Far Cry 3. Okay. And I loved Far Cry 3. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, loved the villain. Super iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the up the skill tree was very well done and very well paced yeah in my opinion um a lot of people didn't like the ending but i thought the ending was fine okay um and then i played a little bit of far cry 4 far cry 3 ends with the nuke right no far cry 4 ends with the nuke i thought that was far cry 5 that ends with the nuke oh my gosh who knows the one where you're in montana oh see i didn't even i didn't i didn't even touch that i didn't touch it either i had friends that touched it yeah and said that it was really good. Cool. Or no, they said it was okay. Yeah. Anyways, Far Cry has an audience. It does have an audience. But even that, I still think, I think the Far Cry audience after 5, especially after that standalone DLC that they put out. Oh, the sisters. starting to dwindle. And I think yeah. that they know that and they need to um, pull their audience back in. So, um, yeah. I don't know. We see, we're seeing a lot of these games uh, go back and not reboot but such as like modern warfare they they really revitalize revitalize it yeah. i think far cry needs one of those like you're saying they, i think they need one really um, bad but hey if they do that they're gonna have no problem selling copies of that bad boy i, I still think they have they have to prove it they yeah, really have sure. to earn it yeah because the people who i know i've never met anyone who's like oh my god i'm a far cry guy yeah also a little concerning sure sure Ubisoft has a lot of studios mm-hmm. around the world. They do. Um, but let's let's look at this. Assassin's Creed is going to be an open world game. Mm-hmm. Watch Dogs Legion, an open world, world game. game. Gods and Monsters, also open world game. Mm-hmm. And Far Cry. That's four out of the five of these are open world. But are, that's kind of Ubisoft's thing. That is their thing, but it's concerning that um, they don't always do it well. Some of them I do think they do well, and others they don't. Well, that's why I think Far Cry gets a lot of flack is because it comes down to that, like, oh, you're just going to go and get these towers. Yeah. And then... I know. I saw I saw on Twitter today, I was looking mm-hmm. around, they said, oh, man, Ubisoft confirms five games. That's a lot of towers I'm going to have to <laughs> climb. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep. Hey, that's just kind of their stick. Yeah, it's their stick. So there it is. Um, Gods and Monsters, I remember seeing... It looks so cool. It does look really cool. The animation style, art style is super dope in my opinion. Yeah, it remem- it reminds me of, um, I think it's a game on 
steam called like I'll have to look it up, but it's like pray to the gods or something like that. Okay. Pray for the gods with P R E Y, and okay. it's almost like a um, like a shadow of a colossus, yeah, type of deal. I don't know if that's the same thing they're going with gods and monsters. Probably not. It says gods and monsters is an open world action adventure game full of epic battles and quests roam freely in a beautiful fantasy world and use extraordinary abilities against mythological monsters who aren't only your foes um with the initial release <clears throat> excuse me with a slated release in february cool well but it's that got delayed cool. right it's apparently not apparently to it's, this article yeah yeah it's not coming out tonight or i mean this month you no. know Mm-mm. that'd be exciting though that'd be exciting all right what else what else on ubisoft do you think mm, it just says reports say it's definitely not splitter cell oh that's okay all right splinter cell we gotta go over this real quick okay um i haven't played a splinter cell game since the playstation 2 i on the other hand have played i remember splinter cell the one oh what was it called man the one that had everyone loved it like i don't think it was actually that good mm-hmm. but i had a huge cult following let me look up I'm going to look at the list of... Um, Splinter Cell games? Yeah. Yeah, so Splinter Cell... Um, oh, it was Conviction. Yeah. That was PS3, right? It was PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. And that was the one where it opened up and... Oh, um, and in the trailers, it had... Uh, what was his name? Sam Fisher grabbing a dude by his head and just throwing this dude into a urinal. Ew. And kill it, like the bottom and yeah, just... Yeah. Boom! Crunches his head Ugh. over that urinal, Brutal. breaks that bad boy. It was so Brutal. cool. That bathroom fight scene. Yeah, that was like the hallmark of the game. And yeah, apparently it did what it did really well, but it was short. And right. then after that, actually, I never played that game, but I heard it was good. But Blacklist, I did play. Mm-hmm. Played a little bit. Also on the PS3 and 360. Also, but I really enjoyed it. Great Good. mechanics. It had cool. this multiplayer mode. This kind of this asymmetrical multiplayer model. So, okay, Splinter Cell. Give me like the gameplay loop of Splinter Cell. It's a so conviction was like strictly story based stealth. Okay, huge stealth mission. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of self explanatory. Yeah, for the genre, but um, you got those classic night vision the goggles. Night vision that pull goggles. Down. Yeah, um, the blacklist gameplay loop. You would kind of like select a mission and you'd go out and you would um just kind of it's like a mini open level design sort mm-hmm. of thing where you can go whatever route you want um but you need to just you know whatever it's the normal stealth gameplay where you're trying to take out everyone without getting seen yeah and then you might have to go loud but you got a good story out of it out of blacklist i didn't play enough to really get okay. a story but the gameplay was very sound. Because there's a lot of people looking forward to a new Splinter Cell. It has a huge cult following. Yeah. I don't blame them. I I definitely need to jump in and play at least Blacklist before. The gameplay mechanics are really solid. Yeah. It's exciting. It is exciting. I hope I hope our people get a new Splinter Cell eventually. I'd pl- I'll play it. Okay. For the next gen, they've got to be planning a new Splinter Cell. Right? Maybe... We're definitely not getting one it's this just, generation. But that's what makes me hesitant to say is because we didn't get one. 
That's exactly. They've been waiting so long. They've been waiting so long. Oh no, Splinter Cell Blacklist came out on oh never mind. No. PS three, Xbox three sixty. Gotcha. Yeah. It got a nine out of ten on Steam. Yeah, see people love it. I mean that's user reviews, but yeah, people love it. Alright. Um, I mean I guess we'll see what happens, but it seems like a dead franchise. Ooh, we'll see. I don't know a dead seems, franchise. A dead franchise means like just, no one's talking about it. This game came out in two thousand thirteen, Vincent. 2013 okay it's been seven years red dead's probably longer red dead one and two the difference between them you think so (sighs) all right and on that we will be right back next item on the agenda has to do with nvidia's geforce now which has been a thing for years at least in beta Mm -hmm. but it now just came out of beta and uh, Sean Hollister at The Verge is claiming that it's challenging Google Stadia at only $5 a month. Now, it's important to note that NVIDIA's GeForce is a BYOG or buy, buy your own game sure. model, right? But it, the thing is, it takes games off of your pre-existing libraries libraries from, mm-hmm. um, I imagine, Steam, right. Epic, um, online retailers. All your PC so, games. All your PC games. Ghost stores, yeah. Um, but it's not perfect. Okay, before you do this, give me the rundown on NVIDIA's GeForce Now model versus Stadia. It is, so right now, in the stage that it's in, it is, so it has a free option. That but N, So NVIDIA's GeForce is a streaming subscription service for games. Right, just like Google Stadia. Just like Google Stadia. You can just play like, it anywhere. Right, that's their anywhere. That's their shtick. That's, that's their shtick. Right? Yeah. Okay, so buy your own game model. Right, buy your own game model. The free option, you get one hour sessions and just standard access. That's huge, that right off the bat. Yeah. You, you're telling me I can log on to NVIDIA's GeForce now, mm-hmm. um, connect my game library, right. and play on my phone. iOS phones is the only thing that okay. they like have, but you can play it on your... I can play it on my computer. Right, you can Which, play it on your I mean, computer, my laptop. Like, but it's regardless of tech specs. Sure, that's like the big thing. Okay, it's regardless of tech specs. I can play um, GTA Five on my MacBook. Well, like through... GTA Five is one of the things that's not on there, but of course, yeah. of course. Okay, so you could play like Witcher Three. Okay, say so you could play like it's a big Witcher... game. Exactly. That's yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the point. And so, um, well, right now it's a lot of multiplayer games. Sure. It makes sense. But they're playing, I think they're playing to add on. So, like Destiny 2. Like Destiny 2. I can jump on Destiny 2. Fortnite. Right. Anything like that that you might not otherwise be able to handle if you just have like a school laptop that you don't want to load up with a bunch of downloads. Um, And that's the market they they have to be going for. It's the people without the powerful PC to play the game, um, but still want to play it with their friends anywhere. Right. And the thing that makes this so competitive as opposed to Google Stadia is that it's only five bucks a month. And how much is Stadia right now? Oh my gosh, twenty something. Well, there's the yeah, the pre- I think it's like, I think it's twelve or fifteen. Okay, still, it's like a third of the price then, if it's that much. Yeah, which is that's Crazy. a huge deal. I and mean, the- no, forget about that, bro. Free option, one hour sessions. Yeah, you just play for an hour at a time. And it doesn't even take your credit card. Crazy. Yeah. Dang. And okay, so we're looking at 
15 megabytes per second minimum download. This is also a limited time founders plan. I just want to make that completely clear. So the price may go up, especially with um, with regards to streaming quality, because mm-hmm. right now the minimum is 15 megabytes per second download speed. Okay. Which is not easy or, I guess, easily accessible. Right, not everybody has it. For a lot it. of people. Yeah. And then to get 1080p... 60 frames per second you need good. 30 megabytes per second download which is hefty and right here 50 megabytes per second for the best experience which whatever that means entails i would imagine 4K. 4k and then do you think that means 60 frames per second 4k or 30 um you know i think it's hard how are you going to stream 4k at 30 frames per second how, no no yeah. How are you going to stream 4K at 60 frames per second? Apparently using 50 megabytes of download speed. If you can get it. I know I can't if get it here, at, uh, here on Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, okay, so it has a lot of multiplayer games. Mostly single-player games are not available, such as GTA V, Monster Hunter World, or Red Dead 2. Right. Um, and then... Oh, there you go. Okay, so $5 yeah. for 12-month access with priority yes. access. Right extended sessions which i'm guessing is just anything over an hour that's what i'm assuming <clears throat> and then rtx and free 90 day introductory period so 90 days free right right 90 days free and then rtx that's ray tracing yeah yeah which is great yeah it looks i mean ray tracing is becoming a standard yeah especially so, with the next gen console yeah yeah so that's awesome there mm-hmm. so nvidia we'll see i mean google stadia i mean it's still a fly on the wall in my opinion it's I, not competitive there's nothing happening over there yet? No. I think the idea is there. So if uh, NVIDIA is becoming a competitor to Stadia, great. Because I think competition is going to make both of these things better. And I'm rooting for Google Stadia. So my question is, do you think that someone like Xbox and their Game Pass, do you think they have their eye on something like NVIDIA? Or do you think this is an entirely different audience? I think I think they're going to have to have overlapping audiences. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not pulled towards uh, GeForce or Stadia. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm interested in that whole realm of streaming games. Of cloud gaming. Of cloud gaming, because I think well, eventually we're going to, everything's going to be like that. Well, I'm just saying that because Xbox recently just said that their main competition is between Google and Amazon. Do you think that NVIDIA can join that mix of the Xbox Play Anywhere competition? If they have the cheapest price. Yeah then that's that's a big thing yeah but we'll see i mean I, i'm sure amazon is going to have something soon you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're going to want to get in this world um of course yeah xbox is already almost there right playstation we got some catching up to do but uh hopefully hopefully we'll get there soon too hopefully right yeah i mean we were supposed to get something yesterday but never did yeah february 5th is uh gone and passed so gone and passed. That debunks our theory for PS5 uh, announcement. Yep. Well, not announcement, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, next on the docket, uh, Sony is taking surveys for remote play on Nintendo Switch. Yes. So this is interesting. This isn't, but not just not remote play for Nintendo Switch. Right. There's a full list of these survey opinions, and I don't know how reliable these are in terms of dictating sony's agenda exactly these these surveys uh like i've heard before and seen before Mm -hmm. um these are to gauge uh 
player engagement and his player wants, not necessarily um, what for sure set in stone they're going to do. They're just gauging what their audience wants. But a lot of these do fit in relation to the trends that we're seeing. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. I'm reading a few of these saying like, Remote play on a PS4 not connected to the internet. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love that. Right, like playing remote play on a Switch, Apple TV, or Android TV, Mm -hmm. which is crazy for a Switch alone to use that as a controller. God, that'd be really cool. But, okay, is Nintendo really going to let Sony use their devices as a remote play? No. Well, but I don't know, because Nintendo also said that their main concern, they aren't concerned with... PS5 right. or Xbox They're kind of hitting X. a different audience. It's a different audience. It entirely. would make me use my Switch more, 100%. Which might even be more of a draw for them because not only can you yeah. play your Switch games, you can also play your PS4, PS5 games right. on the go. Or that's insane. maybe right? even taking that step further, saying you can also play your old PS2 and PS1, PSP, PSV. Yeah, far backwards compatibility rumors are true. That is true. That goes off that. The, this one is interesting. A slim slash portable dual shot controller for portable gaming cool but if i can play it on the switch i'm using the switch yeah you know or well, i mean i'm just bringing one of these bad boys with me yeah have you seen those like clips that you can like oh, attach yeah. your phone onto uh-huh. yeah apparently a lot of people use those and cool. them. down yeah super down yeah all right what other kind of surveys are we getting here um just connecting other controllers such as xbox mouse keyboard customizable button layout exclusive Maps and accessories for remote play, PS1 and PS2 games, offline remote play. That mm-hmm. one's big. Offline, offline remote, remote play. play. That's awesome. Yeah, that's big. I could be in the car going somewhere. Exactly. Right? Playing playing whatever. Yeah. Just connecting. Do you have to download your games to that device? Here's then? my assumption. Is that the catch? Here's my assumption. Maybe we're the internet here, like wherever you're playing, you're not connected to the internet on that device. But whatever device you're streaming it from probably has to be connected. I'm just trying to, to think of what connection you're streaming through. Who knows? It's beyond me. It's beyond me. Right. But hey, right. technology's crazy, man. You're right. A boy can dream. And then last but not least, parental controls. Right. To allow for multiple users to use remote play at the same time, which might have potential for game sharing. If your buddy has a game. Yeah. That you want to play, be like, oh, just stream it to your PS4. Just stream it to your... Game share is a little sketch for me. Game share is a little sketch. I don't know how I feel about it. I I, I love it. I did it before Mm -hmm. for a little bit, but it kind of... There was a moment when it took a left turn and I got locked out of a lot of the games. Yeah. So... No, I know. I Yeah. Been there. Everybody's been there that's tried it. Yeah. Um, Next on the list is Sony Santa Monica. Great studio. Yep. These guys put out God of War, correct? Correct. correct. Very correct. Very correct. Um, Corey Barlock, the man. The man with the legend. Their next game might also launch on PS4 as well. See, okay. I read this article. Okay. And I don't think there's... I think this is the biggest speculation article I've read. Yeah. There's no proof. There's nothing. It's fun no. to think about. And it's not grounded in evidence or no. it's just, it's going off of job listings. Right. Which is, which is interesting. Yeah. So we have, uh, so, okay, this, yeah, exactly. This rumor is coming off of uh, job listings. Um, we have a job listing at Sony Santa Monica that says, quote, we are looking for a senior narrative animator to help us push the boundaries of interactive storytelling and set the bar for narrative creativity on the PS4. 
This individual will contribute to our cinematic vision by animating and breathing life into the performances of our characters and the game world. Mm-hmm. So it says PS4 here, but let's be honest. They're probably writing this to say PS4 so they don't freak anybody out about PS5 yeah. news. You know what I mean? I, I what are they going to launch in the next year? I, um, God willing, they're working on God of War 2 to make me cry my eyes out when it comes out next year right. on the PS5, mm-hmm. right? Well, next year? Okay, two years? I think on two years. Who knows? Yeah. I, I doubt this is true. This, like, I don't know. Nothing about this bites me as, like, oh, my gosh, we're getting a new mm-hmm. something before right. the end of the year. And honestly, if that were the case, I would be a little worried about it. Yeah, because exactly. Because of the amount of time they would have to develop that title. Two years is not a long time to make a game. Not no, it's not. Um, um, anything else? Yeah, there's another go- job listing on it um, with a similar description. Again, using the PS4 lingo, but it's nothing new. Right. It's in, It says instead of um, animating and breathing life into performances of our characters in game world, it's just focused on the performances of characters in game world. So instead of the animation and vision behind it, it's the actual performances in game world. But right. again, if these job listings can mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. And I think they likely mean nothing. I think it likely means something also. Yeah. Now, this one's super interesting with current times. Yeah, it is. What's this one say, James? This one says that The Outer Worlds... Which is a game that has been out for a while. It has been out for a while. Good reviews. Good reviews. Not great reviews. Pretty good but reviews. But good reviews. That's a different topic for a different time. Yeah. Release is delayed on Switch due to... The coronavirus. Outbreak. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Affecting games news. Affecting games news. And who, who knows? Might, might be affecting a lot more than just games. That's right. If it keeps spreading. Yeah. Um, who knows? So this comes from Pirate Division's Twitter. Which is who's developers. A, a developer at Outer Worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Obsidian. Yes. That's the yes. developer. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, we're delaying Outer Worlds on Nintendo Switch due to the coronavirus impacting the virtuous team working on the port to provide them enough time to finish development. We will now be releasing the physical version on cartridge. Once we have a new launch date, we'll let you know. That's crazy. There's like, it's hard to fathom this, like being in, being in America close to people where uh, coronavirus is not a, like a huge threat right now. Right. Oh, it might be, but we're not seeing the effects of it. Right. Whereas like nearly as much. We're like, okay, this is like a whole development team mm-hmm. in China right now mm-hmm. being like extremely affected mm-hmm. by like this real life disease. Yeah. And so they're having to push their push their game delay or delay their game on Switch because of the virus. And they didn't even give a release window. Which is they a little just scary. said we're gonna Well, because they're locked out of their office. Yeah. You know, what can they do? Yeah. I Only mean, time will tell. They say uh, to clarify the team at Virtuous is okay, but their office has remained closed during this time. Uh, we're working with the team to determine an updated development timeline, and we'll share more regarding a new launch date shortly. Yeah, there it is. Um, so I don't know. I good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. We just gotta hope that the virus dies out. I guess. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's tough. It is tough. It is tough. But yeah. Yeah. But okay, a little more uplifting news. This is sure. a segment. This is a new segment on the show. Are you labeling this a segment? I love it. Okay. It's a perfect way to round out each show. We can talk about it. Okay. All right. No, I'm not against it. Okay. All right. We'll call this an experimental trial number one of our new segment, Random Fun Stuff. (laughs) Random Fun Stuff is a working title. I don't like the title. 
<laughs> but we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, these are just little things in the industry or not huge stories, but mm-hmm. things that are cool to know about. Yeah. Interesting topics. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our first one? Steam reveals users played 21 billion hours of games in 2019. Doesn't that set a record? 21. 21? 21. 21. Billion hours of games. It's crazy. How many hours in a year? Okay, who knows? I, yeah, I could not tell you. Yeah. Uh, but 21 billion. 21 billion. Hours. That's a lot of hours. It's a lot of lifetimes. It's a lot of lifetimes. I can't oh fathom that number. That's a fun fact. Wow. Another news. Yeah. PlayStation 5 website is live, baby! Okay. PlayStation 5 website, all we have a logo and a URL, but hey, that's all we need. We're one step closer. One we step are one closer. step closer to me putting down my pre-order on a PS5. One step closer. That's all I need. That's all I need. Uh, this is my favorite random fun stuff fact really? right now. Okay. Um, Activision and the Call of Duty community raises over $1.6 million for the brush fires in Australia. $1.6 million is a lot. That's a lot of money. That's good. I mean... From what I saw, they were raising it through microtransactions in the game um, mm-hmm. that were all cosmetic, so they weren't changing the game or anything. Yeah. But 100% of those proceeds and um, I think some merch that they sold yeah. all went to Australia to feed the vic- – or not feed the victims, but help the victims <laughs> yeah. uh, of the fires. Super I'm cool. I'm in support of it. Total It's great. Yeah. Super cool. I know Bungie did something like this recently too. They sold a shirt uh, yes. and an in-game emblem yep. um, that also – 100% of that profit and went to Australia. And they've done that for charities before, A too. lot. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then PlayStation yeah. has had themes right. that go along that same thing. I haven't seen any for Australia, but maybe yeah. they're out there. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting one. This one, I think, is my favorite okay. out of this segment, which is um, there's a new Ratchet & Clank game reportedly releasing this year. As a PS5 title. Also, launch title. This is also kind of a rumor. Kind of a rumor. But it comes from an interview that Tyler Fisher did mm-hmm. with the one and only, the ghost of gaming news. He's no ghost anymore. He's got his own podcast. He got yeah, sacred. But he's kind of like. He's got sacred symbols going on and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He's like He's like less, not as well known as he was back in the day. F. F. But, you know. It Colin is- Moriarty. Dang, I want to say it. I had to say it. Okay. I had to say it. Sure. Colin Moriarty. Colin Moriarty. Cool. Ratchet and Clank. Dope. Yeah. Did you play Ratchet and Clank? I played Ratchet and Clank previously. I have not played the newest Ratchet and Clank game. I think you're doing yourself a disservice to not play it. Okay. It's on sale right now. I'm just going to pick it up. Okay. I got to play it. You you have to. It's not long. Next week, I'm going to let you guys know how I like it. It's beautiful, Ben. I'm excited. Insomniac. Insomniac. They, can, they do no can wrong. Can they do wrong? They do no wrong. Um. Okay. And this is our last random fun stuff. Yeah. What do we got? Previously, ex- previously exclusive um, Xbox <laughs> game below is set to release on PS4 with a new game mode. I couldn't even tell you what below is. I remember before the Xbox One's launch, E3 what 2013 14 something like that Mm -hmm. um there was a trailer with below and it looked really artistically really cool sure great um and great looking indie game that a lot of people were actually really excited about okay but since then 
it just kind of fizzled. Fizzled. I don't know if it actually i don't know if it did well i don't know how popular it was especially okay. because i wasn't in exactly. the xbox audience and we haven't heard much about it at all no but now okay we're seeing that it's releasing with this new game mode called explore sure which is actually an easier game this game is a roguelite title okay meaning you go about your journey or whatever you die you restart mm-hmm. but now there's this new mode called explore which kind of obviously is meant to optimize or it's optimized to encourage exploration yeah and that's the shtick cool that's the goal sweet and cool if it's good maybe i'll pick it up i'm interested in checking it out me too at the very least me too yeah yeah and that has been uh episode two episode two of the strictly casual podcast yeah uh we can't wait to see you next week for episode three. Can't wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Hope you have a great week. Please tweet at us, DM us, let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to make the show better and better each week. That's um, right. It's just kind of a fun thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Take it easy, guys. There it is. Take it easy. Bye.